Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in almost breaking through sunny Seattle. It's a sign. It's so pretty outside. It's a sign. You're almost on the air. Oh my gosh, I'm Sun's almost on the air. through. Oh, okay. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> you know what is amazing? Yes. Misha and Seth, I know, my middle daughter and her lovely husband, my son-in-law, Seth, they welcomed their first child, baby Florence, Yay! into the world. I'm so happy, I so know. proud. Yesterday. How oh. many does that make for you and your family now? Uh, three grandbabies and one more coming in a couple months. Oh I know. All three of my daughters were pregnant at the same time. I remember so. when they were here and they have they had oh, really nobody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Because we used to interview them when they were yeah. quite young. You I think know, we have a holiday, uh, a couple holiday we specials did. with them. And if you go to the podcast, they're in mm-hmm. the very beginning. And it's really fun, you know, interviewing oh, kids whose mom's a woo-woo lady. You know, it was, it was kind of a fun experience. Um, Makes good for content. Yeah, it was good. People like <laughs> great content. People really like those shows. We we played those quite a bit, but yeah, Florence. Um, she came a couple weeks early. She was supposed to be born on Christmas Eve, and so she was under six pounds, but doing fabulous. Good, good. stunningly gorgeous baby girl. And of course, her parents are thrilled and delighted. Everyone's doing well, and everyone's healthy. And hopefully, they'll go home today and. And all climb into the family bed with the two dogs and just sleep for you know, a couple of days because you know what it's like. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you wake up and you got to go to the hospital and you don't get to sleep you know, for a couple of days. It's going to be for a few more years after that, too. I this think this is right? very true. Yeah. Right? yeah this There's is no, really we're not true. pulling any punches here. <laughs> we know from being parents. So. Yes. Yes. So Lucian is four months old. That's Mina and Kevin's um, first child. He was born uh, in July. And then. Um, lovely Camilla is three years old. So uh, Mina has been saying as when uh, Lucien goes, takes his naps that he's, he's meeting his, um, his cousin uh, who's half asleep and half awake here on earth as she's starting to be, you know, merge into the human reality here, that they're meeting in the heavens and having conferences. And I said to them, I go, all of them met each other before they right. incarnated, you know, even before you guys probably met your spouses <laughs> or got married or whatever. Yeah. So we're very thrilled. Fantastic news. Um, thank you. Yes. We're very happy that everyone's healthy. Any uh, early uh, baby gifts yet of your thoughts or are you just kind of waiting for things to kind of like Oh, no. We've been before? sending presents for, oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, our what am I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, no. You yeah, and I and I traveled down there in October and helped her and Seth fit, mm-hmm. you know set up the nursery and you know so oh no our our family we're on it like oh, you're pregnant great what do you need oh all right God. great yeah no we're 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 definitely like that <laughs> which is really fun really, I think it's really perfect fun. I think it's Thank perfect you. so currently just a little heads up yeah. we are uh, waiting for our guest John right. Asroff uh, we're we not are sure actually what happened to we're John. tracking we're, him down so hope he's uh, okay Courtney's on it yep yeah. um, until then we're gonna kind of change things up a little yeah, bit we'll live just take on calls. the air. Yeah, we'll start with a few calls and if we have to kind of hold off on uh, the calls midway through and get right. John and we got to, we'll go from there. Right. And if not, we'll just continue to take calls and yep. 
maybe we'll hang out with John in the future. Sure. It's all good. <laughs> so who do we have on the phone lines? We actually have full lines already, oh my gosh. which is amazing. Yes, and if lovely. you'd like to get in, yes, 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. 877-825-8828. And we'll start things off with uh, Roman calling in from, is it Cambria or Cambria, California? Cambria. 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 Pleasure Cambria. to have That's you on. a great name. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Roman. What can I do for you? Well, hi, Marie. I um, just just as a bit of background, I became aware of you through Trevor Blake. I love and, Trevor. We're going to have yeah, to have him on the show again soon. He is interview. just yep. a wonderful person. Just yes. a great interview. Mm-hmm. Um, really, thank you. And in the meantime, the question which I had tried to get in before, but um, essentially, my daughter and I apparently are estranged. Oh, and it's, so sorry. it's not on my side. Mm-hmm. And it's been probably a year uh-huh. plus since I've spoken with her. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and I call, I leave messages, I text, I Aww. email. And um, she's at the other end of the country in Massachusetts. So I'm just kind of wondering, you know, what I might try to do. Yeah, I know exactly what to do. So. You know, so a big part, one of the things I love about energy medicine and consciousness and awareness is it changes our mindset and it allows our behavior to be shifted as well, right? And and right. and then as an intuitive, I could give you some background information as well. You know, like your lovely daughter is a little bit of a princess. I don't know if you know this or not. Well, I know she's an only child. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. A, which is lovely. She's a little bit of a princess, which is wonderful and fabulous and amazing. <clears throat> Um, and so, you know, sometimes she gets annoyed and we don't always understand all of her annoyances and maybe some of them are, you know, logical or whatnot. But here's what I want you to do. Every time you think of her, which is a lot because you love her very much. Every time you think of her, I want you to use a what if question because we need to disrupt your brain. There's something in your brain, too, where you didn't get enough nurturing when you were younger or somehow you felt alone um, in your adolescence or young life, in my opinion. And and so because of that, um, sh- she can kind of take advantage of that. It's, it's kind of like unconscious things coming through. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, she's somehow triggering you and then you're kind of reaching out for her in desperation and she goes, I got him, but I don't want him to, you know what I mean? It's a very interesting, energetic game that the two of you are having. So every time you think of her, every single time, I want you to say either out loud or silently, because we need to change the energetic functioning of, of your own mind and your own body. I want you to say to yourself, what if I easily feel loved, adored, and cherished every time you think of her? And, and believe it or not, yeah, what if I easily feel. feel loved, adored, and cherished every time you think of her? And then believe it or not, what's going to happen is that she's going to start being nicer to you. And you're going to have a lovely relationship. Okay? Hello? Are you there? Oh, Roman, are you there? I think he's there. I think his phone's just kind of breaking oh. up a little bit there. Okay. If you just want to kind of continue on. Yeah, I'm sure so that's what that. I want you to do, Roman, mm-hmm. and I want you to let us know. Give it a couple of months. Don't analyze or process the question. Just repeat it because we need to change the behavior and the energy in your body so that she responds to you differently as well. And uh, thanks for calling and yeah. listening. And that's a good thing because we actually have <laughs> oh, our John? author. He Aww, has arrived. He yay. is no longer the myth. He is the legend <laughs> and the man himself, John Azeroth. Hello, John. Are you there? 
I am here. Hey. Hello. Hi, John. Welcome. Hi there. Great lovely. to be on. Lovely. Lovely to have you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And for all of our listening audience, we now have John Asraf, who's really lovely. I'm sure many, many people know of you. John is a best-selling author and renowned behavioral mindset expert. In addition to writing two New York Times best-selling books and appearing in 10 movies, how fun for you, including the smash hit The Secret, his new book, Inner Size, The New Science to Unlock Your Brain's Hidden Power, helps individuals release mental and emotional blocks that prevent them from achieving the biggest goals and dreams. It has already become a number one bestseller in psychology on Amazon. So I'm thrilled to have you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And I love your book. And I'm very picky. Thank you. I'm not easily impressed. So I'm, <laughs> I love it. I did several techniques and I love them. Thank you so much. Beautiful job. Well, I, I love. I, I was listening to you talking with. I believe the caller's name was Roman, and I loved the guidance that you gave. Oh, him. thank you. And so that was so good. And oh. Roman, it works. So just, you know, <laughs> just, just remember, Roman. You know, I'll give you just one little hint. Your perception is your projection. Mm. So if you change your perception, you will actually change the entire environment within you and around you. So we'll start with that, and let's get let's have some fun. Yeah, let's have some fun. And, John, you're so correct. And I, I love your exercises. Last night, I, I tried the bell, you know, where you listen to the bell. You can download uh-huh. an app. And, and you I love what you've done, too, is you've, you've put in technology in here as well so that people can have all kinds of support that they could potentially use. And um, I know we haven't, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but I just love, I was listening to the bell and I followed your instruction to listen to the end of the bell and really stay in the vibration. And it changed. The quality of the experience was quite phenomenal. I got into a very beautiful, deep meditation. It was lovely. Thank you so much. So you have an interesting story. Um, You talk about it a little bit in the book um, where um, your dad was a cab driver, actually. And, That's right. And your family, um, you wanted to be like one of the rich and famous elite kind of individuals in the world. And you had a hard time finishing high school, I believe it was. And yet here you are, not only, you know, having a life that makes you truly happy and fulfilled and, of course, creates those finances that you've wanted, but a life that allows you to help other people to heal their bodies or attract love or create, you know, abundance in their life. That's really phenomenal and amazing. Thank you. I I was really blessed, you know, when I was, you know, 19, which is 40 years ago, uh, I had this one mentor, um, and he came into my life as a result of uh, a lot of things that I was doing wrong. I was um, involved in in a small little street gang doing breaking and entries, selling drugs, Getting into a lot of trouble. Having fun. Um, <laughs> on having, the well, yeah, other side of fun. the tracks. <laughs> on the other side of the track. And, you know, I was doing things with a group of kids that, you know, just with the misfits, the, the kids that didn't do well in school, didn't feel they were good enough, smart enough, or worthy. And so we tried to fit in, and we actually fit in together doing things that, um, you know, gave us some purpose and meaning, even though it was not the right thing to do. And... I, I share this story of, you know, how one person, one question, and one answer can actually change your life. And this happened. Um, uh, my brother arranged for a lunch with this man who was a very successful entrepreneur and husband and father and philanthropist. And he asked me a question. He said, what do you want to achieve in your life? And at the time, I said, well, I'd like to get a job that makes more than $1.65 an hour. I'd love <laughs> to buy a car. Since I don't have a car, I've got to take the bus everywhere. And I'd love to move out of my parents' house. And he said, that's all great, uh, but what are the bigger goals and dreams that you have? 
And at the time, the TV show Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous was on with Robin Leach. And I used to watch it almost every single night, seeing the lifestyle that some people had. And so I just started writing down some things that I would love to have that were so unrealistic, you'd laugh at them if you saw me and those goals. And then he asked me one question, and this question is the question that changed my life. Actually, the answer changed my life. He asked me, are you interested in achieving these goals that you wrote about, the amount of money you want to make, the lifestyle you want to live, the charitable contributions you want to make, the health you want to have, uh, helping your parents retire, et cetera? He says, are you interested in those things, or are you committed? And at 19, I, was, I looked like, you know, like a dog that looks at you when it's uncertain what, what, what's going on with my head turned to the side. And, <laughs> and I said to him, I said, Mr. Brown, what's the difference? Am I interested or am I committed to achieving those goals? And he said, listen, son, he said, if you're interested, you'll do what's easy and convenient. If you're interested, you'll allow your stories, your excuses, your reasons, your traumas, and everything that comes with the way you're looking at yourself in the world to control your thinking, your emotions, and your behavior. He said, but if you are committed, you will let go of the stories, the beliefs, the habits, the self-image issues that you have, and you will upgrade all of them so you become the type of person capable of being healthy, happy, wealthy, and a contributor to other people. So he said, are you interested or are you committed? And I said, well, uh, 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 I'm committed. <laughs> and as soon as I said I'm committed, he reached out his hand and he said, in that case, I will be your mentor. Oh. And I quickly got excited and I looked at him and I said, um, Mr. Brown, what, what's a mentor? And he then shared with me that, you know, for any goal that we want to achieve, there's a process, there's a way of thinking, there's a way of behaving that can achieve that goal, whether it's for your health or your wealth or your relationship or your business or your career. He said, we already know most of the how-to. So the how-to is not the problem. Most people have hopes and wishes and pray for things to change but they're not committed to making the changes. And I've later found out that most people would prefer to master disappointment and current comfort zones versus mastering change. And you are so, so, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You are so incredibly accurate. Of course, of course you are. It's amazing how we just get stuck in that sabotage and that self-loathing and you also um, write and explain that it's really our self-esteem that freak- frequently gets in the way that, you know, yikes. It can, yeah. There's the, the, the beautiful thing, the, the reason I wrote the book Inner Size is in Jack LaLanne in the 60s and 70s. I remember him. I exercised with him and my mom in the living yeah. room on TV. I remember, yeah. Yeah, he made exercise popular. And for the last 40 years, I've been doing these mental what I call inner sizes, to strengthen my core neural muscles. So what's a neural muscle? Well, our self-esteem is a neural muscle. Neither it's weak or strong, it's limiting us, or it's helping us expand, become more. Our beliefs are either constructive and positive or destructive and negative. Well, from a neuroscience and neuropsychology perspective, we now know that we can change the patterns in our brain that we've become conditioned to allow to operate automatically. And the latest brain research in the last 15, 20 years is now showing us that 
not only is our brain not hardwired, but we can actually change the neural structure of our brain through intercising. And so we have a lot more control than we think we do, but we have to understand that there are different components to our brain, almost like a, an orchestra, mm-hmm. and we have to be the conductor of the orchestra and get the parts of our brain to do what we want it to do versus what it's become conditioned to do to conserve energy. Mm-hmm. And that's what exercise is all about, is to give people more control, more awareness, more focus, so they can be more empowered and achieve their fullest potential instead of being, you know, victims of being conditioned, whether it's, you know, parents, teachers, uh, negative traumatizing experiences, children. Um, we all have had them. I mean, you know, people talk about a dysfunctional family. Right. That's the norm, right? <laughs> it That's is. the norm. A functional family is not normal. Right. No, it's very unusual. And, very unusual. Yeah. So, so the, the whole idea behind the book and the work that I do is to really put people back in control of their own lives and to stop being victims of their past or their present circumstances. I love it. I, I love your book. The exercises are, they make sense. They're easy. They're fun. They're beautiful. They're very effective. I really, really Thank like you. it. Yeah. Great job. Thank you so much. So what about those people who say, I'm just feel too tired, I'm too old, I'm too overwhelmed to make any of these changes? How do people's stories about themselves affect the outcome so that they experience in life? And how can you get them to be motivated? Sure. I mean, that's a, you know, a loaded question, right? So being, <laughs> being tired is an effect. Mm. Being overwhelmed is an effect. Being procrastinating is an effect. Being unmotivated is an effect. Now, the question is effect of what, right? And so when somebody says I'm overwhelmed, you know, what they're saying is that I'm trying to process and do too many things at once. And when we put together a process in place for people to deactivate that stress response of overwhelm, by simply doing something that I call the GOPA method, G-O-P-A. So let's give everybody who's listening a little tactic right now. The GOPA method is, is generalize, organize, prioritize, and actualize. And what does that mean? It means that instead of using your conscious brain to, to try to think about the 10 different things you need to do for your health and your children and your spouse and your husband and the holidays and, <laughs> and, and, and all that other stuff, Write it all out on a piece of paper or on your computer. Get it out of working memory, which can only handle three to seven things at a time. So as soon as we pass that three to seven things, we get overwhelmed. Our brain is actually overwhelmed. It's like pouring too much water into a cup. It overflows. And the result is this feeling called stress that actually shuts down motivation. So we procrastinate and don't do anything. So if we generalize and get everything out on a piece of paper, then we organize things into, let's say, health and wealth and relationships and career and business and holidays, whatever it is. And then we prioritize what is the most important thing I need to do for, let's say, my health today. Let's just put number one next to that. What's the most important thing I need to do for my family today? Let's put number two next to that. And if we just organize and prioritize three to five things that are the most important and just set everything else aside for now, all of a sudden we release the stress center of our brain and now we have energy. Now we have motivation. Now we can see a path to being able to accomplish one, two, three, four, and five. And this is actually why lists work. But when I recommend people put lists together, put lists together 
in the order of prioritization of which one is the most important to get done either in the next hour or day, which is number two, which is number three, then come back and do the most important ones first. Now you're not overwhelmed anymore. Wow. And, and do you keep it down to three? Like just those three? I more- love to have three to five things in a day. That's okay. it. Each day. Perfect. And if I, can do, if I could do more, great. But if I could just minimize what I have to do and I'm focusing on the things that are really, really, really important, then I have a sense of accomplishment. Then I'm a completer instead of a starter. And now I'm building my self-esteem. Now I'm building my confidence. Now I'm building the I can do this muscle. And guess what happens? The more we reinforce those neural patterns, the more we're able to do and the more we feel confident and certain in our own abilities. And that actually operates or activates our dopamine centers, our reward centers in our brain. Every time we scratch off something that we said we're going to do, we actually are releasing dopamine, the feel-good neurochemical in our brain. And that makes us feel what? And Proud. I, makes us feel I just really love- worthy. I love too, John, how you described, you know, the, the the way that you get there in terms of the confusion, the frustration, the disappointment. I love how you you described it in such a beautiful scientific way that I think takes that guilt and shame and embarrassment that people just hoard onto themselves that slows the process down even more completely. So that was beautifully said. Just love Thank that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, you've said that every adult is an addict. What do you mean by that? Um, We all become addicted to our thought patterns, our emotional patterns, our behavioral patterns. And that is because our brain, there's something called automaticity. Mm -hmm. And automaticity basically just means that whatever it is that we develop habits or patterns around, our brain just runs those patterns automatically, like software on a computer just runs when you open it up. And so we become addicted even to the things that we do not want. Why? Because a big part of our brain is running on automatic pilot. Uh, 95, 97% of everything that we think, feel, and do is based on habitual patterns that we become addicted to running automatically. So one of the things, and I alluded to this a little bit before, that we really should be considering as a human being, number one is, Uh, Is it true that scientists have tried to replicate the human brain and have invested hundreds of billions of dollars? And the answer is yes. And have we been able to replicate the human brain yet? The answer is no. Which means that you and I and everybody listening right now already owns something that's worth more than $100 billion with one big problem. We don't have a really good user's manual for how do we use our own brain. And that's one of the reasons I wrote Intersight, to give people the user's manual. But when we understand that our brain operates on automatic systems, uh, circuits and networks that turn on or off automatically uh, to keep us alive for survival, to move us away from any pain or discomfort, changing our habits, is pain and discomfort in the brain. Changing our emotional state um, requires energy, which our brain wants to conserve. So what we have to learn is how do we override these automatic circuits that cause us to be addicted to these patterns over and over and over again? 
And there's a few different processes that I teach in the book. Um, one of them is it has to start with awareness of my patterns, right? So when people start to become more aware of their automatic, for example, what we call the ants, the automatic negative thought pattern, and they learn some simple techniques to become aware without judging, blaming, shaming, or justifying the thoughts or the emotions or the behaviors. In a state of awareness, we are also in a state of choice, the greatest gift we have. If we relinquish choice, then we repeat the pattern. And then we are doing what? We are now complicit in allowing patterns to reinforce themselves. So part of what we have to do is interrupt patterns and then deliberately make a choice instead of, let's say, an automatic negative thought or an automatic negative emotion. We can choose automatic positive thoughts or acts and automatic positive emotions. Now, when people think that, you know, they don't have control over their emotions, I always ask them, think of a Hollywood actor or actress that in one second they could be crying, in the very next second they could be laughing, in the very next second they could be angry, in one second they could be, you know, running fast or running slow or moving up or moving down. They are in control of their emotions. Well, most people have never been taught that they have thoughts, they have emotions, they have feelings, but they are not their thoughts, emotions, or feelings. And we have so much more power and control with a little bit of what I, you know, I call the inner size practices, you can be more aware, you can be more at choice, you can be more in control, you can be more deliberate, and in deliberately evolving yourself, you now create new patterns that are constructive, that are positive, that will help you achieve your health, wealth, relationships, career, business, financial goals, instead of being a victim of old conditioning. And so just like we upgrade our cell phones and we upgrade our computer software, what about our brain software? Why not upgrade that? Mm, I love that. That is absolutely gorgeous. Um, uh, something that I think is interesting, uh, why do some people with college degrees earn $50,000 a year or less, <laughs> while others without even a high school diploma earn $250,000 or more? It's a good question. I know we're kind of jumping, but it, it, this yeah, is one of the things yeah, no, people want to do. Question. Yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of people equate, for example, working hard with making a lot of money. Well, there's a lot of people who work really hard that don't make a lot of money, so that debunks that myth. <laughs> there's a lot of people who have PhDs that make, let's say, $500,000, but there's a lot of people who have PhDs that make $50,000, and some of them are even on the streets without jobs. Aww. So the question really begs, in, in the world of money, Right. Money was created as a means of exchange between tribes, between individuals, between governments, between organizations. And so when we're looking at the world of money, we are either going to figure out how do I bring value to the marketplace that matches the income that I want to make. A lot of people think that, you know, uh, there isn't enough money for everybody, and I am going to dispel that myth quickly. There's more than enough money for everybody. When somebody says, you know, my boss doesn't pay me enough, they fail to understand, for example, that it's not their boss that pays them. It's the marketplace that puts a value on the work that they do in exchange for money. Exactly. 
-hmm. right? So if you want to earn more money, become more valuable in the marketplace. Right. No differently than when paintings are rare, they sell for a lot of money, or diamonds are rare, they sell for a lot of money. Um, when you become rare because you've upgraded your knowledge and your skills and your abilities to the point where you can command more money, whether it's in a job or as an entrepreneur or as an investor that learns the marketplace and the world of commerce, then you make more money. But there's no shortage of money. And the first thing we have to do is do what I call change your money story that's tied to your identity. And so people don't earn what they're capable of earning. People only earn what they are conditioned to earn. And that starts with their beliefs. It starts with their self-image. And it's a story that they tell themselves about how much they can earn. And that's why there's some people without college degrees that earn a million dollars. There's other people with college degrees that earn $50,000. A degree does not equate to making more money. That is beautiful. And I love that to condition oneself to improve their natural skills or talents or things that they've learned over a period of time so that they can allow themselves to be more valuable in the world. I think that's fantastic. I love here's that. A, here's a, a, little, yeah. uh, a little game that we can play with everybody who's listening right now. Perfect. And I'll, I'll, I'll prove a point really quickly. I want you to imagine somebody that you love, love, love more than anyone else in the world, and it can't be you. Okay? So somebody <laughs> that you love... Can you get that idea in your head, a person, okay, that you love, okay, a family member, a best friend? I want you to imagine this. Um, if we said that six months from now, if you don't earn, let's say, an extra, let's say $10,000 more than you're earning right now, okay, $10,000 more than you're earning right now, you will never see that person again. <laughs> what will you do starting today? Everything. And the answer, the answer for most people is I will do everything. I will take furniture that I don't need the house. I would sell it. I would take uh, cutlery, art, uh, whatever I don't need, I would sell it. I would find out how I can um, give more services to people that could use my knowledge, skills. Um, I, would, I would see where I can invest. I would see where I can. You would do everything possible to make an extra $10,000, which means that if you make a commitment, you can do it. So what's in your way is not a lack of knowledge or skill. It's a lack of commitment, it's not a lack of resource. It's a lack of resourcefulness. So when we challenge ourselves to operate at a higher level than we are currently operating at, we can lose the weight we want to, to lose and keep it off. We can make more money. We can get out of debt faster. We can increase our wealth faster. We can actually focus on the relationship that may be struggling right now. We can focus on our health, okay, that may have been affected because of the circumstance in the world right now. And mm -hmm. when we focus on what we want, we now have a way to open our brain's neural networks and the genius part of the brain that I call the Einstein part of the brain that is able to use deductive reasoning and imagination and to help us make better decisions versus what I refer to in the book, Inner Size, the Frankenstein brain that's always focusing on why I can't, what will happen if I fail, what will happen if I'm embarrassed, what will happen if I'm ashamed, what will happen if I am disappointed again in myself or other people are disappointed in me. So we have these circuits that we can activate on demand. And Wayne Dyer had a wonderful saying. He said, when you change the way you look at something, the thing that you look at changes.
So why not change the way you look at yourself and your potential and your ability to actually achieve goals versus have goals and dreams without fulfilling them? Ah, John, you are lovely. I'm so grateful you came on the show today. I love the book, Inner Size. It is the perfect holiday gift for everyone on your list. It certainly will be a, a gift that I will be giving to my loved ones. Um, today, you're the CEO of NeuroGym, which develops most of the advanced neuroscience-based training programs for helping individuals and corporations maximize their fullest potential. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, and how so else can people, how else can they find you? Uh, they can go to myneurogym.com. So myneurogym.com. And then uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on, uh, I've got a Facebook fan page. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Twitter. Obviously, all, all the social media Love stuff um, I am on. And uh, we do a lot of free training for people as well to help them really use their brains better and achieve their goals faster and easier than ever before. Lovely, lovely. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you for your beautiful new book, Inner Size, uh, The New Science Thanks. to Unlock Your Brain's Hidden Power. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, John. Happy holidays. And that brings us up to the call-in portion of the show. Thanks, John, so much yeah, for uh, being on with us today. 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. We'll be right back. More uh, with Marie. So what does it mean to be financially free? Yeah, I would be too if I heard that. It also means that you are able to flow healthy energy into the balance regarding your wealth. And once you do this, your life will rarely, if ever, experience financial shortcomings. You will naturally save your cash when needed and spend resources at the perfect time, regardless of what you are purchasing. Discounts and healthy investment opportunities will effortlessly drift your way. You will also learn the art of dancing with the energy of money, so it may always be comfortable for you. If you don't believe me, well, here's one of the participants from the coaching program and what they experienced. I had just begun a new business, and in the span of eight weeks, uh, my client base was multiplied exponentially, and I have to thank Marie for all of that. So if you'd like to join this financial freedom coaching program, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. Also, a self-hypnosis meditation recording is included to enhance the learning process and rebuild healthy belief systems regarding finances. The Financial Freedom Coaching Program at energyintuitive.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Flace with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. If you own firearms, it's your responsibility to make sure they're always stored safely. Hiding them in a closet or drawer is not enough. Kids know where they are. Research shows the risk of injury and death is lower if guns are stored unloaded and locked up with the ammunition locked in a separate place. This is important when children are young as well as when they grow into teenagers. For more, talk with your pediatrician or visit HealthyChildren.org. 
It's time that you are heard, and I don't mean in just a conversation. I mean really heard. Imagine hosting your very own radio program on Alternative Talk 1150. Talk about being heard. Call 425-653-1150 right now to learn how affordable it can be to host your own radio show. Time slots are going fast, so take hold of this chance by dialing 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Wait, hold up. I know what you're thinking. What's up with Marie's vibrational coaching program and how it's been doing? Well, here are some new graduates of the program to explain their recent experiences. Marie's energy vibrational coaching class has had a huge impact on me. I've learned how to tune into my energy and in particular, have learned how to quickly recognize when my energetic vibration drops. Then I use one of the many easy tools we learned from Marie to raise it back up again. It feels so great. Marie's vibrational coaching class was the missing piece I needed to help me act on my dream of starting a business, which moved me to take inspired action. Marie's vibrational coaching class was awesome. The structure of the class covers Marie's insights, Q&A, small breakout session, and creates insight and new ways of thinking. I built great friendships from that class and I learned a lot. Marie Manucheri's vibrational coaching class is beautifully designed. There are so many things you can share with others, and it's just a lot of fun. So if this excites you, and you want to learn how to raise your vibration and create a life of your dreams, Marie's next vibrational coaching course begins February 22nd of 2021 and meets every Monday for 12 weeks. For more information about the program, visit energyintuitive.com to learn more. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Great music, great song, love it. You got to make it happen. Got to make it happen, exactly. Inner size. Inner size. Yeah. That'll make it work. That'll make it happen. I love it. Um, so we have callers that have been patiently waiting. We do, uh, yeah. and if you'd like to join us on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, this is the opportunity for this uh, next part of the show here. Yeah. 877-825-8828 is the number, 877-825-8828. And uh, while Marie puts on her coat... To, it's the to Northwest. Warm up a little bit. You have to like always have layers here. <laughs> You're doing just fine. <laughs> Molly from Carson City, Nevada. Wow. Hi, Molly. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Molly. How are you? Good. Good. I've called and spoken with you before, so oh. thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you today? Well, I actually was calling for a different question, but then I was listening to Roman's question. Ah. And... The very beginning, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so my, I actually have a similar situation, so mm -hmm. I think I'm going to change gears and ask you that question. Okay. So I have a 19-year-old daughter with the same situation, but she has cut everybody out of her mm -hmm. life, all family members, mm -hmm. um, except for one person. Mm -hmm. um, and she has cut, you know, myself out, her brother, grandmas, everybody. I won't yeah. talk to any of us. I know. So I mean, hurtful I, and yeah. devastating. And Well, she's got some issues going on. Your daughter does. You know, she... She doesn't always listen to the best people. Some people have this kind of weird ability to listen to all the negative influences in their life or people who just don't really care about them. And then they avoid all the really nice, kind, loving individuals who would 
you know, offer them the greatest help and happiness. And your daughter is doing that. It's really quite interesting. So I have a different what if question for you. And this is more about her mental stability because uh, it's off from when I'm in her brain, I'm in some mental health issues. Is that true for you? Yes, I've, that's why I wanted to ask the question because I'm very concerned about her mentally. Yeah, I, her mental health for me is, um, you know, it's challenged. So I would love for you to say something like, what if everyone in our family, because you, you want to generalize it a little bit so that your brain or your ego doesn't go into fear or anxiety. So when you're creating positive, curious, what if questions, which I believe um, start to affect the neurotransmitters in your brain really quickly because it's curious and the ego is not um, deflecting curiosity. It will uh, deflect affirmations if you don't have a belief system to match what you're affirming. So as you say, um, what if everybody in our family has a beautiful, healthy mindset and is progressing in their life in fabulous ways? I want you to just generalize it and just kind of hold that energy, you know, repeat that question a few times um, throughout the day. Uh, it'll calibrate your frequency and your vibration. It will send positive energy to everyone in the family and kind of get everyone's brain uh, moving in a positive direction. You know, we don't have control over other people. We can't really make other people change. We can provide an energy that could potentially allow things to change. But what it will do, it'll change your perception because you're so afraid she's never going to come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I am. It's, you know, going on two years now. Oh, that's a long time. I'm very sorry. So let's make some positive aspects that that could potentially change the health and well-being of, of the whole family. Um, and, and we'll stop you from going into that negative perspective about her. And also, um, I'm sure the Inner Size would be an awesome book to read just to help you with everything in your life. But also, every time you think about her, you can't think about her in the same way that you have been and expect to have a different relationship with her. It's not going to happen. All human beings have to learn that we're very creative. We're incredible, masterful beings. We're manifesting constantly all the time. And that we have to learn how to manage our brain and not let it go on automatic pilot. You know, I, I always, and I'm sure everyone's heard me say this before on the show, that you have to think of your brain like a dog. You know, your brain is a dog. Dogs need constant positive reinforcement, and they need management and supervision. Uh, today, when I left Charles at home in the house, because I didn't take him to doggy daycare, I had to make sure that certain rooms in the house were closed, because I don't want him going in there and chewing up things that uh, aren't good for him and would make me disappointed, like this beautiful rug that he's already chewed a few times. <laughs> I can't turn it around anymore. It's like, I'm going to have to donate it or something. Or get comfortable. Well, it's his now. It's his. Yeah, it's, it's his rug. Really, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> be loving. Like, what if I'm a wonderful mother? What if I've done an amazing job raising my family? Because what happens when something like this that's occurred for you, regardless of who the family member is, we begin to question our abilities of being a good person. And that's not true. You have a lovely family, by the way. You really do. Thank you. You're welcome. So give those things a shot. And I, we want to hear what happens. You know, give it a little while, like 30 to 60 days. Avoid the negative thinking and let us know how it goes. You might be pleasantly surprised. Okay. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You so much. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Yeah. Thanks very much uh, for joining the show. Uh, and that was Molly from Carson City, Nevada. Love it. Love it. 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. We'll take now Jade calling in from New Mexico. Ooh. New Mexico. I've been there once. I've never it's, been there. Oh, it's really pretty. It has tons of galleries, like art galleries there. Oh, that's there. cool. And you just go to art galleries and go out to eat and go to interesting churches. At least and that's then what fly I back do. home. And then fly back home. Right, yeah. Okay, Jade, how are you? <laughs> 
Hi, Marie. Hi. Do I know you? Like, have we met? Yes. Oh. Before, and it was amazing. Oh. Can't recommend it enough. Oh, that's really wonderful. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate that. What can I do for you? Um, you know, the reason why I'm calling in today is because I am having some trouble navigating relationships. It might be a relationship kind of day. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Stop talking with my father, Aww. and I'm trying to figure out how, um, and also with my my, I, I don't know, we've been in a weird limbo purgatory uh, with my ex-partner of like, Aww. are we getting back together? Are we moving? Uh, and I think I, I'm not feeling it. I mean, you know, you get to do whatever you want and whatever makes you happy. But mm, I, I just feel like that's, I literally see a hornet's nest, you know, oh, when, well, when I see you good. dipping your toe into that hornet's nest. So, and, and here's what I want for you. I, I, whenever you have a relationship with anyone, but especially that intimate partnership kind of thing. I want you to feel like you've stepped into one of the most magical, amazing playgrounds that you feel loved and adored and cherished. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, I mean, I I feel like I haven't experienced that in an intimate partnership. And like, I was kind of saying, I think the the issues with my dad is sort of a part of that because I feel like he's like the psychological root of a lot of my relationships with men. And so... You know, I feel like I, I feel that there's like an intuitive understanding that, you know, people deserve health, happiness and well-being, especially in intimate partnership. Yes. Um, but I just haven't been able to really kind of manifest that. As so well. here's a homework assignment for you. This is one of my favorites, by the way. I want you to um, and it's kind of like a meditation in a way. I want you to write down five things, only five. And if it's less, that's perfectly fine about your relationship when you were little with your dad that you wish were different, only five. And then I want you to create a visualization in your mind, or it could be feelings. It's going to be both really, but you know, the feeling is more important than what you visualize uh, of, of like a scene. And maybe it takes five, 10, 15 minutes of him showing up very differently because we want the cells in your body to have a different experience, right? With men, mm-hmm. since you're attracted to men romantically, we want you to have a completely different experience with it. So let's say, for example, this is just an example. You know, what if when you were five, you had a birthday party and your dad wasn't very nice to you or he didn't show up or whatever. But, you know, in your, your, in your scene that you're going to be creating in your mind, which is going to change your cellular memory, you're going to allow your dad to show up and be very loving and comforting and celebratory towards you. And I want you to create that as you create that scene. It's going to feel good. It's going to feel really delicious and really good because your body wants to move to homeostasis about everything. Our, our being wants to be in alignment with our true magnificence and who we truly are, right? That, that's, an, that's everything that our, our higher self wants to acquire or experience at some point in our evolutionary process. And, of course, it can happen at any moment. So um, I'd love for you to do that for a couple months you know, I did this exercise myself. I can't remember who, where I learned it. Honestly, I don't know if, if I downloaded it or I, you know, heard about it somewhere. And um, my father was estranged from all of us most of our lives. And after I did this for a while, he actually called and apologized to me for a couple months because it took me a while to really hear his apology. Um, and it was a really profound experience for me. So, but, but the most important thing really isn't that the outcome, I don't want you to look at like, oh, great, my dad's going to change and be this amazing person. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. But what's most important is that you feel the love and the cherish, cherishing by 
other beings that you desire to have in your being. And all of it is about perception. You change your perception about something, everything changes, which, of course, uh, John brought up um, when we were interviewing him, something that Wayne Dyer said a very long time ago. So could you do that? I can do that. I will definitely do it, and I'll report back. Yay! I can already tell it's changing your energy already. That's fantastic. I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much, You're Marie. welcome. Thanks, Benny. Have a good one. Yeah. Happy holidays. Thanks. Bye. You too, Jade. Appreciate it for calling in from New Mexico as well. Yeah, I love it. sweet of her to say. Very sweet. Oh, Benny, they love you. I'm not kidding. But when I do sessions Stop. with clients, <laughs> no, one of the first things they say if they've listened to the show. Is Benny is, real? No, no, they say, oh, I love Benny. Yeah, you and Courtney and Benny do such a great job on the show, and they just say the most lo- High five lovely all things. Well yeah, done. it's very, High very five sweet. All, to all of us. Okay, who do we have next? Yes, we'll take Cindy calling in from the Atlanta area, the Ooh. ATL. Cindy, Cindy, hello. <laughs> Hi, Benny. Thanks so much. Hi, Marie. Hello. Courtney, thank you so much. Oh, yes. I actually was calling for my sweet sugar. She is a. Uh, our eight-year-old uh, pack leader. You wrote into the website, didn't you? I did. Yes, and, and I'm Courtney sorry. That, oh, did she? That okay, I good. Okay, great, great, great. We're good. Great. That's <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. So, yes. And how old is this beautiful dog again? She's eight and a half. Okay. Right. You mentioned that. Here's here were my first impressions um, when I uh, heard about this. Is that. She's actually really tired. She's been working too hard. You know that, right? Yeah. I mean, she's like, your dog is like, the way we would describe a human being is a people pleaser. But your dog tries to please every four-legged, two-legged creature, you know? Um, And and so your dog really needs to chill. Uh, Like, she needs to retire. And I know she's young, but she really needs to retire. So here's what I think, because you two are very psychically linked. You know what I mean? Are you there? Yeah. Cindy? Yep. Would you agree you're psychically linked, the two of you? Um, I think we are now. I don't know that I realized that all along. I, I, you probably didn't realize it, because you know how you're a people pleaser? Like you want everyone to be happy? Yes. Yeah, and you can disagree with anything I say, of course. That's okay. All right. Um, she's <laughs> okay, the very yeah. same way. So I, what I want you to do to help with this inner, this interesting energy leak, I want you to stop th- trying to make everybody happy yourself. I want you to stop trying to fix people, animals. I, I don't think anyone should do anything unless it brings them joy. I wouldn't even do the work that I do unless it brought me enormous joy. And it's something I check in all the time is this still making me happy do I still like to do this how long do I like to do this because energy is precious it's precious it's precious it's everything everything is energy and when we're doing things out of worry or fear or anxiety or doubt um it's not good for us or anyone Mm. it's it's not as efficient or as effective as it could be and a lot of old souls like you uh have really learned the art of compassion, which is a fabulous thing. But you don't need to really learn to be a more compassionate person. That's like trying to learn how to ride your bike faster and you've already ridden it as fast as anyone on the planet. It's like, it's unnecessary. You need to get off the bike and do other things. You need to learn how to be receptive. This will actually help your dog because your dog needs to take in energy versus giving out her energy. That makes sense. Totally. Okay. So um, that's She's what I... Th- enough foster- She's raised enough fosters for us. Ah, okay. So so maybe you have to stop that for a while. 
Yeah, we've talked about that. And that would be no problem. Great. Um, Great. Yeah, that would be no problem. And we actually have talked to her about that. And she's kind of indicated she likes this little foster puppy around, but we found a home for her and we're ready to let her go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think everybody needs a break and relax and learn how to receive, which is your what if question. What if I easily receive all that I truly deserve and allow energy to start moving into your body. And then your dog is going to, excuse me, take points from you and start receiving energy in her body as well. And then consider maybe some red light therapy, infrared and non-infrared light, um, like a little box or something that you could have her sit next to you and see how that starts to affect her body. Okay. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. I'm glad we got to take care of that. Yeah, thanks, Cindy, for joining us from uh, Atlanta, the hot ATL, which probably isn't as hot now. No, that airport might be a little bit quieter. It's one of my favorite airports, though. Mm -hmm. It's, like, super fun. They've had a pretty busy last couple of months, too, Oh, my gosh, yes, yes. Well done, by the way. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Last and certainly not least, we'll take Anna calling in from Bellevue. Hi, Anna. Hi. Hi, Anna. You're here. You're actually, we are in Bellevue right now. Yep. Um, so I am five minutes from you. I'm really? in the very studio before being oh, interviewed. Oh, <laughs> lovely, Anna. Oh, thank yeah. you. Lucky. <laughs> well, I just moved into downtown Bellevue for the first time. It's so cute. And I'm only about, oh, it's so cute. And I'm just about um, two clicks from the Bellevue Square. Just a Ooh, couple blocks. let's all go but, shopping. Right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. there's such a yummy energy in there right now because people are so heart-focused for the holiday. Aww. But one of the things I noticed, because um, I'm calling for a health uh, uh-huh. scan or a kind of a general scan with a focus on health, is that when I moved downtown, within a few days, I noticed the EMFs around really affecting me. Mm-hmm. And so I love so many things about the place that I moved into, but I put a bunch of holistic kind of neutralizers around mm-hmm. with the EMFs. But my question is, is it enough? Am I being negatively affected in a way that I can't overcome or oh. is it a leak of some other kind? Yeah, I don't think it's the EMFs. Honestly, okay. Okay. <laughs> Here, here's what I, you, so here's what I'm seeing and it's it, wherever you move to, you know, um, did you move into a large building? I did. Right. Six, okay. uh, seven stories. Yeah. yeah. Great. Perfect. Yeah. It's really cute. I mean, it's lovely. It's state of the art. looks wonderful. So mm-hmm. when you walk into your place, um, it's kind of interesting when you walk in, but the wall, I guess I have two minutes. You ha- You have a vortex open and it's creating a lot of energetic sort of instability, if you will, because it, it's a place of travel for energetic beings. Um, but, but you don't need to have that in your living space. So I'd love for you to get mm-hmm. like a medium sized, you know, not too small, but you don't have to get anything huge rose quartz. You might even have something at home. And mm-hmm. when you walk uh-huh. into the house, it's the wall to the left. It's a really big wall, really big wall. Um, and I want you to put the rose quartz there and leave it for about, it's not going to take very long. I mean, because you're fast, um, like 15 mm-hmm. days, and it should just close up. We just want that to close up. That's going to create the stability that you're looking for. That's why things feel off. It's not the EMF. Okay. It's not the EMF. Nope. <laughs> Excellent, because I've been doing a lot of dancing around that. <laughs> no, it's not the EMF. At least from my perspective, you'll have to let us know how it goes, too. Oh, and Benny's telling me okay. I have to get off the air. So let us know. Thank you, everyone, for calling into the show today. And thank you so much, John Asaraf, and your beautiful book, Inner Size. Um, I think everybody should put this on their holiday list. I will. I got to go.
I'm doing all my exercises in my brain. Oh, thank you. I was wondering what he was doing over there. There we go. (laughs) Okay, joyful blessings. Bye bye. (laughs) Bye bye. (laughs) 